0: All gardeners out there usually think about how to fertilize their garden and this sort of thing. And one way is to use compost. So there's got to be some tips and tricks on how to do composting correctly. I'm speaking with John Gunter, the county director of the UT Extension Service in Fentress County. And, John, first of all, what are some of the benefits of composting?
1: Well, you know, anytime you, 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 you have a mature compost that you put on ground, it, Im- it improves the soil health the fertility uh that soil's available water holding capacity uh and it, it leads also in the end when when we have we find soils that have been heavily composted we see soils that are higher in the micronutrients that are really important to a lot of plants and uh I, that's something you don't get from a synthetic fertilizer in a lot of ways so composting is really good and of course you know the big thing about composting as well is uh we're doing good for the environment you know we're not throwing away stuff that we're we're trying to make uh, ready use out of stuff that you know is otherwise is waste
0: what about other requirements for composting
1: well, you know i think that's that's a mistake a lot of folks make when they when they want to make a compost bin uh say if it's just something small that you, you know a family compost bin where they're recycling you know maybe uh, leaf debris or grass or things like that uh, you know, it's got to have air, so it, it's got to be able to be turned over. Uh, the The moisture's got to be right. You know, if if it, if it doesn't have enough moisture, then uh, you know you don't get you don't get the heat, the necessary heat that you have to to pull up the microbes, the temperature. And then another thing too is, is particle size. Uh, you know, if you if you are composting, whether it's you know leaf clippings or I mean grass clippings or leaves or something like that. Uh, and even also say we, we throw away our vegetable, you know, uh waste and things like that. The smaller those particles are to begin with, the less time it takes to compost, which is a big thing. Uh it's something that you and, and also too, you you have to take into consideration a lot of people don't realize, you know, you don't want to put meat and bone products in the same bin that you're putting your other veg, you know, waste in 'cause the 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 heats and the and the compost times are totally different on those. The period for breakdown, all that's so obviously a lot longer with bone or meat and things like that.
0: You mentioned turning uh-huh. the product. What? What is turning?
1: Uh, so you know, it could be something as simple as as you know every you know week or so, week to ten days coming in, and if it's not too hard to do, if you can just turn that pile over, turn your whether it's you know your compost pile, flip it over so that the air get the air gets exposed. I mean, the the product gets exposed to the air so that uh, you kind of get everything nice and densely, you know, composted.
0: Is there anything we need to add, any kind of chemical or anything that we need to add to the compost to make it heat up or do anything like that?
1: You know, not really. Uh, some people will put lime on it. Uh, I'm not sure that, that it makes any difference. You know, most most finished compost is going to have a, a pH of neutral anyway when it's finished, when it goes through all its heats. Uh, I do think one thing that that you can do is to take a, you know, a small PVC pipe, drill holes in that and stick it down the midst of that pile so that air does get up and down through that pile. really helps out in in terms of that. But you can use mycobacteria, you know, mycorrhizae to put in that compost as well. But typically, you know, you're going to have all kinds of organisms ready to compost that for you.
0: We thank you, John. John Gunter, County Director, Fentress County UT Extension Service.